0: There have been claims of racism at Rwadapur Primary School, which the parents have in part refuted. But what have you managed to establish here?
1: Yes, because Akina had an Asian meeting with the community leaders. Um, they presented an option, and we felt that there was an option. Um, and on the basis of that option, uh, I agreed to go and consult the executive, um, and they, they went to consult uh, community leaders. We are convening this morning um, and then we'll be in a position to to know indeed if the option that is currently on the table is acceptable to all parties. But what I can assure you uh, the discussion yesterday were frank, open, robust and honest but we've got a resolution. There's an agreement and eyes on the table. It's uh, an interim agreement, I must emphasize and that will allow us at least uh, to resolve the impasse finally and uh, find a solution that will assist all of us. But what I can't negotiate or compromise on again is for children to be in class to be taught. Uh, whatever agreement that is on the table, as long as children are not in class and being taught from today, uh, I will not accept whatever that is uh, currently on the table. But I can assure you, indeed, there is a resolution that is on the table, and uh, I don't want uh, to divulge it because uh, communities are still being consulted on that proposal, and when they agree, this morning we'll release the details of that
0: agreement. But what is the situation at Rudapur primary this morning? Because uh, yesterday there were some teachers, the colored teachers in the main 19 of them who did not report for duty. And, um, you know, some of the black teachers are feeling vulnerable at this stage.
1: I'm of the view that in the next two hours, uh, school will resume on the basis of the interim agreement that I said is on the table. Um, we reached that resolution late uh, yesterday. So maybe information have not filtered to all the educators or whoever that. But on the basis of what we've put on the table, it will allow the situation to return to normality. As I said, for an interim period until the end of the first quarter, then we'll use the holidays of the first quarter to then try to finalize a long-term resolution that can sustain itself in our absence as well.
0: Mr. Lasufi, parents have claimed that this particular situation has nothing to do with race, but they say it has everything to do with corruption, alleging that the principal paid for the job.
1: I personally presided over 16 meetings with the community members. I personally appointed a forensic investigator uh, to to deal with the the allegations. We then met uh, with the community leaders when the report was released and the community leaders indeed uh, gave their side of the story to the investigators. And the report is the subject of interpretation, and, and that's the reason why I say with the argument we have yesterday, now we will be in a position to place that report uh, within a certain process. And when we release that report, South Africans will see uh, the content of that report and the issues that make people to feel the way they're feeling. Uh, but as I said, I, I have to jealously cut uh, this resolution, because that's the only way that will allow children to be in class, and that's what I want. So if community members accept this resolution that we was yesterday, um, and they embrace it, and learners are back in class, we'll then deal with all other issues, including the allegation of racism or financial
0: mismanagement. Mr. Lusufi, also yesterday um, uh, Corruption Watch issued a very uh, damning uh, report and the Gauteng in the main you know, really stood out in that report and um, David Lewis, the executive director of Corruption Watch, revealed that principals and SGB members were the main culprits when it came to corruption in schools and that Gauteng was possibly worst hit by all of this Johannesburg in the main.
1: It's an affirmation of what we suspect in Sakina, to be quite frank. Uh, but we have already, already requested the team that is dealing with our forensic investigation. I'm investigating literally 80% of our schools on the pages of that report. Secondly, uh, I had a meeting with the Competition Commission. <clears throat> the level of corruption that the corruption was is raising are three in the main. Uh, you find schools enter into agreement with school uniform companies where that agreement does not have an end period and that agreement was not competitive. And some of the people that have that contract of finishing a school with school uniform, uh, uh, they find some way of thanking uh, 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 the people involved, which means that instead of buying a uniform competitively from every any store, you are told by the school that only buy school uniform from this particular company. Secondly, they tell you where to buy stationery, that is a textbook and other things. Or they prepackage it for you. You have to buy straight from the school. So it's not open to, uh, uh, for competition. Thirdly, all those contracts, they go beyond their normal term because SGBs can only enter an agreement up until the end of uh, their term. But you find that this uh, agreements are open and uh, ended. So, we have agreed with the Competition Commission. They are going to move in and investigate all these allegations uh, afresh, only in court. And on the basis of that, we're then in a the position to implement the recommendation of both the Competition Commission, but at the same time the recommendation of where uh, corruption wise. And we, we believe that this will assist us to sort of the problem, Chakir.
0: And just finally, before I let you go, on the paperless classroom situation, uh, there were reports about um, some tablets being stolen in Haman's kraal earlier uh, this week. Uh, what's the latest on that score?
1: Thank you so much, Sakina, for, uh, for that opportunity, because we have not launched in Hamaskar the paperless paper. So the tablets that are sh- were stolen in Hamaskar, the tablets that were bought long before we launched the ICT. Uh, but what we have done, because we value those investments, we have now recalled all of them across the province uh, so that we can install the tracking device. But those that we have launched, and that's, that's what encourages me, Sakina. Where we have launched the new paperless classroom, Those tablets are still intact. But what is interesting, teachers that used to arrive late at school, they now arrive early. Learners that used to arrive late at school, they now arrive late. Both teachers and learners have to be chased out after 7 p.m. in in all our schools because they are there, stuck, waiting. Uh, They don't want to go home, which is something that has brought, we have brought something that was never there in the schooling environment. I met those learners two days ago just to check progress where they are. And they said to us, government, the investment we've put here will protect it because these children are taking this tablet home, not even a single and the 5,000 learners, not a single learner has been marked or a single uh, a tablet has, has gone missing. So the investment we've put with the paperless classroom is we are indeed starting to see the dividends and the rewards and we are excited as government that it means that it paves the way to broaden the investment and massify the investment uh, in some of our, uh, our schools' second